0: Good morning, Corona Chan, Wuhan, Wuhan. We are getting, I started early because a buddy of mine had a question about his mortgage. I am um, I'm, <laughs> I'm sick and tired. Oh, what are you sick and tired about this time, Cap? Let me ask you guys something. Does a mortgage company have any sway over a virus does, does does PayPal, does PayPal have a, does asshole consulting have a sway over a pandemic? What? No, all these fucking, they're, they're not worthless. They're just not the person of the hour. They're just not needed. And you got these worthless PR marketing CS, whatever. The overweight, the fat that needs to be trimmed, the not muscle of the overbloated American machines where every motherfucking company has to come out. Ah, uh, uh, we just want to let you know that we're here at, at the Styrofoam Incorporated box factory. We're here to diversify, assist and help in our time of commute. And I, I don't know the same people who write, Diversity policy statements or marketing books or general management books. They had to have hired the same people. The mission statements for for these asshole parasites with their nonprofits. Oh, what's your mission statement? Oh, hire, hire, what's his name? Let's just call him Frank. Oh, yeah, Frank can write. He can write pages and not say a damn thing. There's not an ounce of fucking practicality in what Frank writes. But my God, is he a maestro. He's a master and making it sound like he said something intelligent. And these are the people that got to come out with these to every company. Every company that has nothing to do with it. It's just we're a mortgage processing company. Here we are from Sendler. Just listen to this shit. Just listen to this. This is, this is just amazing. I, I, Frank wrote this. Obviously, Frank wrote this. Coronavirus pandemic. Caring for our clients, borrowers, employees, and community. It's an uncertain time, but what is certain is that caring for our clients, borrowers, employees, and communities is of utmost importance to us. Okay, fine, give me money. <laughs> give me bullets. Run me errands. Really? Senlar? Senlar cares about the com- Holy shit. I thought Sendlar just processed mortgage payments for cheap and affordable prices. That's all I wanted him to do was service my mortgage. Apparently, they're expanding. Now they're this big fucking sensitive carrying vagina god. They just oh, we just care about the community, and, and I, 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 you guys know what's going to happen. Not one fucking thing tangible is going to be said here by Sendler. And because you don't get to be the nation's leading loan subservicer without planning for the unexpected, I—all <laughs> these people. You know, I think garbage men know, well, we're garbage men. We're not, you know, it's nothing glorious, but we're very vital and we're proud and we're in shape But we drive around, we do our job. We here at the waste management industry are trapping the crusades to save the waste. It's like, uh, no, we pick up garbage. I I want to know the HR CSR dits. This bloviating, holier-than-thou, all-self-important piece of shit. This worthless human being who wrote this. And because you don't get to be the nation's leading loan subservice, remember my rule. The more more syllables it takes, the less valuable that, that title or that person is. Without planning for the unexpected, we enacted our internal business continuity task force. Early on to direct our readiness, enact our business continuity disaster recovery. They even got a fucking acronym. The BC slash DR. Say, Chaz, do you have the BC slash DR ready and activated? Uh, no, Phipps. I do not. Well, we, we don't have MBAs. I don't know. We must do BC slash DR activate. Let's get the CSR to come on the BCDR. And then we can activate, and then we can employ our synergies to help improve the overall process, to help our community. (laughs) (laughs) To enact our business continuity slash disaster recovery, BC slash DR, plan and take actions as needed related to the spread of the virus. All right, taking precautions. Over the last several weeks, this task force, task force, So many chiefs, not enough Indians. So many generals, not enough soldiers. Everyone's got to be on a fucking committee. Or... This task force has focused efforts on preparing our employees to work remotely for an unspecified period. of t- Why does the customer need to know this? Oh, you're having people work from home. Okay. Like every other motherfucking cut. Co- Who reads this shit? Who reads it? For an unspecified period of time so that we may assure critical business functions while also protecting the health and well-being of our team during the pandemic. Yeah? We set up a task force for when Aaron takes a shit. We, he, he has the training and the resources to wipe his own ass. Should he take a shit, we are training with our task force, the BCDRPRBR, on how to train bachelors who are in their mid forties how to wipe their own ass and t- t- for the community. I mean, do you guys have nothing else going on? Your job needs to be axed. Whoever came up with this idea and whoever wrote the whoever writes these things to tell the world something they don't need to know because they could just assume because it's common sense. You guys, hey, I'm I'm no. Business genius. I'm no graduate from the Carlson School of Management, but I would think this fucking bullshit. If you're looking to cut costs, why don't we start right here? <clears throat> oh, I know. It's, it's your, it's the critical marketing. I'm sorry. Diversity hires and affirmative action hires. And this, this, it's not even diversity or affirmative action. It's this modern day fucking cult, this fucking religion you got all young people believing in. <gasps> oh, they care about me. Send Lar cares. they I was looking at these houses. Devel, everybody go to Devel, D-V-E-L-E.com. I looked at them. Like, oh, I can't afford those houses. But but then you go and you look at the prices and then they say, we plant 10,000 trees for every house you buy from us. And then we buy a small house for a family in need. I'm like, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse me, hold on. <laughs> That's not free. That's just adding costs. You're saying, hey, when you buy a house from us, you're also helping a piece of shit family who couldn't keep their legs crossed and spat out more kids than they could afford. And you can pay extra in housing costs to buy one of our houses because we're just so fucking god. I'm like, um, how about you don't plant the 10,000 trees? How about you don't build the house for the poor people who fucked up in life and you pass the savings on to me? But you see, Aaron, we know you want to spend an extra fifteen percent and an extra seventy thousand dollars on a house so that you can have the good fucking masturbation feels of your social justice warrioring. <laughs> fucking hell! <clears throat> like many companies, we also closed our locations to outside visitors and halt the business and inner office. No shit. Hey guys, once again, do you want me to? I should. I should have updates. Should I write a, a statement? At Asshole Consulting, at Asshole Consulting, we take the coronavirus seriously. We wipe our own asses and we wash our hands. Here's some here, some free Asshole Consulting advice. Don't let coughing old grandma ladies who are in IV have an IV in their arm. Uh, don't roll around with little kids who are uh, all got measles and chicken pox. Spend less than you make. But all couched in this pablum, this fucking masturbation pablum. Oh, well, we here at Asshole Consulting understand times are tough. I gotta cow, but. And that's why we here, y'all just refer to a one man operation as we because it feels like a fucking family. We here at the Asshole Consulting family understand the needs of the community. <laughs> <clears throat> we clean more frequently and thoroughly using government approved cleaning agents I use more than th- and then I wa- and then I set the toilet lid down after I wipe my ass made hand sanitizer and disinfecting wipes available to our on-site employees and we placed importance on thorough hand washing and on behaviors that might mitigate the spread of <laughs> Are are we all like three-year-olds in pre-K? Like in preschool? Is that how dumb we are that we need updates? Like, oh, I haven't, I'm going to go through a couple. I'm going to go to PayPal's next. I think, I, I don't know. We'll go to, uh, uh, the, uh, what was it? StreamYards was interesting because they tell you, oh, hey, yeah. Bandwidth is getting tight, man. Everyone's going on the internet. So your thing may not work. That's practical. That's information I can use. Uh hand behavior and communications and support. We also began a cadence of pandemic communication to our clients and employees to inform and prepare them as the situation has progressed. Communication for Bowers is now more important than ever. And SendLar is here to help. Uh, corona pandemic caring for you. They, these are unprecedented times as always caring for you along with our employees and communities is the utmost of importance to us. We understand the worry that can be caused by an unexpected problem crisis, such as the corona, corona pandemic, especially when it comes to your family and your most valued asset, your home. It's times like these when you may need extra support. We are here to now, now, there's no mention. Like, see, the only reason I looked was my buddy's like, "What if I get laid off?" Is that I'm like, "Ah, they might have a forbearance program. That should be the first fucking link." If you want to help out your fucking employees, but I know the employees don't. I'm sorry. If you want to help out your customers, but I know the customers, fuck you. Fuck the customers, fucking tiddly Magoo here with her fucking master's degree in diversity conclusion in, in CSR. She's got to masturbate a bunch of fucking bullshit words over on Lars' website here. <clears throat> so now you got to read through all this shit to find out. Oh, they have a forbearance program, which is hidden in the website. It should be the first motherfucking thing. But you companies gotta break and jerk off to yourselves all the time. That you're not helping anyone. You're not helping anyone. <clears throat> you can't help anyone. You're a fucking mortgage processing company. Uh, best way to reach us twenty fourth during this uns- time of uncertainty and need. They, they, every propositional phrase. I learned that after writing five. Not, I'm not joking. After writing five books, I learned. A lot like oh that's a propositional phrase oh that's an adjective oh oh that's what a semicolon is for still not going to use it <laughs> and now we have to have every every paragraph has to open with a propositional phrase during this time of uncertainty and need we have been experiencing significantly higher than normal call volumes at wait times we are diligently working to assist those of you who have been directly impacted if you are contacting us for a reason other than payment assistance options related to coronavirus we would ask that you self-serve, Using our website or automated phone so available to you. You can use to make payment, da, da, da. Log in if you need payment assistance. This is the last fucking thing on this entire declaration page is what people need to fucking do. The first nine-tenths of it is all, what great people we are. Oh, my God. We're selling. We're amazing. We're great. Let's see if PayPal's any better. <clears throat> PayPal's commitment to our customers. Now, I like PayPal so far. They haven't kicked me off or anything like that. A message from PayPal's president and CEO, Dan Shulman. Commitment to our customers. This is an unprecedented time. Here's the preposition of phrase. See, boys and girls. This is an unprecedented time in our history. The COVID-19 pandemic is having an impact on the health of our loved ones. The businesses rely upon the health of the global economy and the way we live our daily lives. As we all continue to navigate through these unique and evolving challenges, we want you to know that PayPal is here. Oh, thank God. Thank God, fuck the cops, fuck the fire department, fuck the military, fuck the doctors and medical profession and industry, and fuck my friends. I want to know if PayPal was here for me. And of all the – both the mortgage processing company, where the vast majority of transactions are done online, PayPal is solely online. That's how it made it. That's its niche. The only viruses they got to worry about are computer viruses. But hey, hey, fear not, hey, Frank. Yeah, I know you are worried, Frank. I know you're real worried that that you know in these time of needs, in these unprecedented times, PayPal wasn't there for you. Yes, Aaron, I I have been worried. I have lost many hours of sleep over that, Frank. Frank, it's all okay. Dan, the CEO, last name guy, who I forget, he has assured us that PayPal is there for you. <gasps> Oh, thank God PayPal's here for me. Oh woo-hoo. whoa! I we ran out of water and um uh I, I lost three daughters, but PayPal is here for me. Okay, good. Woo. It's all good, man. It's all good. All right. Coming together as a community. Just process my payments. This is how an economy works. We don't have to be everything to everyone. We just have to do one thing, not only really, really, really fucking well, but consistently with no downtime. You refine the gas. You transport the gas. You fill the gas tanks. You sell the gas. You grow the seeds. You plant the seeds, water seeds, and grow the crops. You harvest the crops. You transport the cops or uh, the crops <clears throat> PayPal. Just keep, just stay online. That's it. Process transactions. That's it. And this community, this community bullshit's going to end because once they run out of cash, I know a company that said, and it's, it's nice. This is admirable and noble. It, it's nice. Um, these companies, because they're just tripping over themselves to show how they're just doing virtue. signaling. look how caring we are. so caring, but it is good. I, I applaud them for this. Where um, they've laid off a bunch of people, furloughed them, and said, Okay, look, you get unemployment, but we're going to make you whole. The difference between what employment doesn't cover and your regular weight. Well, how long is that going to last? You now, what kind of cash position do you have? Never mind Joseph, never mind Bible or old scriptures saying, Hey, seven years, you set a feast, you have seven years famine. Forget all that. What happens when the money runs out and they can't get another loan at, at at 0% interest rates because this thing goes on for four months? All this charity is going away. This is – what this is is people thinking they're more important than they really are. You know, there's nothing – they don't have – it's it's the, the profession plus politics. That's what it really is. And not so much politics, but – Uh, could we say profession plus purpose? They don't realize that the purpose is their profession. I'm a garbage man. I'm vital to society. I pick up the garbage. I, uh, what else do they do? Present, prevent disease. They prevent, uh, rats. They prevent it. It's clean. I'm a garbage man. What is wrong with being a garbage man? I'm I'm a barista. I, I serve the coffee. I make good coffee, better than you can make at home, you dumbass <laughs> And I'm struggling, trying to. And and I'm not going to save the world, but I'm a barista, and I'm here. And I give you a smile and a service, and i I'm a I'm an accountant. I sit in my office and I balance numbers, and it's very boring with lots of spreadsheets. But I'm an accountant. Society wants me. They need me. But no, 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 we can't just be a, an online payment processor. We got to be uh, the, 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 the purpose again, the, <clears throat> the politics. I don't know what we call fake religion. They, we got to go above and beyond to offer shit nobody wants. If everybody does what they're supposed to and they do it well and they do it consistently, we are coming together as a community. We are doing what we need to do. Wasting your fucking time on this bullshit that no one's going to read. Shows you, this is my point, shows you because now it's my generation that's leading. You know, we're not, Gen X is now the the management, you know, senior and upper, maybe even executive. This is all that worthless, touchy fit. That's where corporate social responsibility came in. That was introduced back in the 90s. See, you just can't be a tire company. You have to show you're part of the community. And this worthless shit, it's wasting resources, wasting times. a what, time. What I hate personally about it is hypocritical. Fuck you. It, maybe you do care about the community. Who doesn't? But that's, once the money runs out, you're not going to be able to care for the community. Get back to processing payments. Get back to making tires. Get back to, to, to producing electricity. Go back to collecting the garbage. Go back to keeping the roads. Uh, in order. And that's all you have to do. And when you go home, hey, you know, Fred Flintstone, I work at the rock quarry. I, I got a lot of rocks today. I help produce rocks. Good. We here at Slate Stone want to let you know that in the town of Bedrock, we're taking the coronavirus very seriously. That's why we've hired Barney and Fred to come in as our coronavirus ambassadors to show you how much they care. They'll be downtown and downtown bedrock, but you have to stay pretty far away from them. In our more than 20 years of business, we've weathered with you through the storms and the dot-com bust, 9-11, 2008 financial crisis. All those things that Aaron Clear predicted it could have prevented, thus making us on a trajectory to be at least $8 trillion uh, wealthier. They didn't say that. <clears throat> Major weather events, wirefly, Baba. Throughout the shared journey, we have worked to support and sustain our employees, our customers, our partner. We addressed the pandemic that will no doubt. Many businesses today are stepping up to help because no one business can do it alone. We're calling on companies across the financial ecosystem to come together to help the most vulnerable during the crisis. We all need the support of our employees and look for ways to help our customers navigate these waters. In the last few months, we've seen generosity and kindness, intergenerational support, and solid. I, I have not seen intergenerational support. I have seen, I have seen, people just sharpening their knives and boomers like, what people don't like us. <laughs> I do. Hey Charlie, did you know there's this thing called the internet and people are saying things about us? I don't do the internet. I don't do the internet stuff. I don't do Excel or PDF. I don't do the computer stuff. I got my carbon credit card swiper here. Ooh, who hates us that's oh, on the internet probably nothing. And remarkable fortitude. it is during times like during times like these. During times like these, that courage and generosity and resilience makes the difference. No, it's during times like these you should have saved up an emergency fund. Y'all should have been spending less than you make. We have the paycheck to pay checkers who uh, <clears throat> don't save, spend more than they make. And now it's the, all, all the responsible people once again bailing out the irresponsible. We are here to help our customers. If you are a PayPal customer and unsure how you will pay your credit PayPal credit bill this month, or need assistance on how best to send money safely and affordably to family and friends, we want to help. You can find immediate answers to your questions on PayPal Help Center by clicking Help. We stand ready to help you with safe, secure, affordable digital process- payment services as you navigate these uncertain financial... You, you, you're doing it! We here at PayPal are rising up to the occasion in these desperate times of needs. We're doing it by doing what we're doing the entire time, providing you payment processing. We here at ASL Consulting appreciate and understand the severity of times that threaten our loved ones in these times of desperation and need. And in these times of desperation and need, ASL Consulting has vowed to its clients, customers, services, partners, stakeholders, and the community... That we are going to do our best to continue to yell and curse at you and tell you why you're a fucking retard when you go and you give us lots of money. <clears throat> it's what we've been doing all the time. Nothing's changed. <sighs> Supporting the small business community, the backbone of our community taking care of our employees. How else can we help? I don't know. Do we have to go through this? Uh, StreamYard, let me go through StreamYard, go through their announcement. Uh, a friendly heads up, you know, this, this is great, this is how it should have been done. This is StreamYard. A friendly heads up, platforms like Facebook and YouTube and internet service providers are seeing unprecedented levels of traffic because of COVID 19. As a result, they're having more issues than usual. Keep this in mind if you run into any issues over the coming weeks. If you have an issue, you can check our down detector to see if others are reporting it too. That's it. Thank you. That is useful. That was short. That was it. Not we here at StreamYard in these desperate times, we understand that none of you saved up any money. And da, da, da We're not going to do anything different, but we're going to tell you we care, and we're here for you and the community. That's why we here at StreamYard offer the exact same services we were offering in 2019, but now we're promoting even more to show you we care, but didn't change a motherfucking thing. Oh, what we got? What we got? We got your super chats here, guys. All right, let's get the let's get this show on the road. Let's get going here. Who the hell? What's going on? All right. Scrolling down, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. D for five dollars. Right, and thank you for your pandemic awareness. As the leader of asshole Conducting Pandemic Team, we stand by. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, DLon, you can work from home because I care about my employees, of which I have none. But we here at Asshole Consulting care desperately about our... That's why we're, ha- we're moving all of our operations and facilities online. And, and you could come and uh, go. And if you need help, go to our special site that's just been created called assholeconsulting.com contact. Well, you could contact our team of pandemic-aware, touchy-feely, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. DeLon, you're now... Hey, DeLon... You are the task force leader now, okay? You are the task force leader of the Asshole Consulting Pandemic Team. The T-A-L-A-C-P-T, okay? Put that on your resume. Scrolling down some more. We have things I'm happy for. Today, but Dr. Oatmeal, thank you for joining us regularly, Dr. Oatmeal. Kepi never let a good crisis go to wait. This is Virtue signaling 101. Now tuck me in and tell me PayPal is here for t- PayPal, is it? The CEO said they were because they weren't apparently beforehand. You can never just go to PayPal, sign up for an account, and take and give out payments for a small. Uh, I, I love the. I love PayPal. I know that a lot of people got kicked off because of PayPal, but I love their business model. It's like, uh, fuck the banks. There you go. And it's fast, it's efficient, it gets this shit done. So as much as I'm picking on PayPal, I'm kind of like, and you know what? Maybe we all kind of know. We're we're an elite group, okay? We're an elite group here. This is why I wrote the book, uh, Curse of the High IQ. We're smarter than the average bear. And I know that these companies have to pander to the 85% of sheep, normies, conformies, and inferiors out there who are just morons. Oh, who knows? Someone was worried. Is PayPal going to be here? I don't know. Does this work? Oh, they they wrote a nice letter saying they're not really doing anything different or anything illogical, but they wrote this letter. And maybe maybe it works. Maybe it works. I've always thought kind of like the human fund in Seinfeld, where I'd create a uh, a real charity, but it would go to me. The bachelor fund, the upper middle income bachelor fund with no debt. Hey, did you know, you know, one in in one upper middle income bachelors who have no debt don't have a brand new Mustang? But with your help in these times of need, (laughs) with your donation, you can uh, just be this sad bachelor in like a, a really nice... I don't know, not a Mustang, but he'd he just be in a nice Dodge Charger. He'd be like, do you know that one out of one Bachelors could only afford a Dodge Charger and not a Shelby GT Mustang? And he's looking at his really nice Charger, and then he looks at the Mustang. Oh, but with your help, in these time of needs, the upper middle income, no debt, no kids, Bachelor Fund is here for you. With your donation, you can make a bachelor very happy. There'd be a bachelor driving Why not? Why not? Let's go. Are those the rules? These are the rules. We can't say anything truthful or harsh or brash. We just all touchy feely. It's a big jerk off fest. We look at the pie chart of GDP. It's government, military, welfare, and jerking off. That's all it is. <sighs> So, yes, Dr. O'Neill, Pay- PayPal is here for you. Kevin McCora, how do we lower the national debt? Why? Well, I, I said one. I did a, a video. I think we have a – well, not for you, Kevin. You're Canadian. Sucks to be you guys. You don't have the world's reserve currency, and you don't have a military. No offense to Ryan Stone. uh. But in the United States, because I've, – I've said it before. I'll say it again. We are at a tremendous economic opportunity here. This is the biggest benefit of the great and merciful Corona Chan. But I think Trump could pay off student loans. He could take a huge chunk out of the national debt. And we could do it right now by printing off all the U.S. dollars we want. Because where is everyone else in the world going to go? The number one rival to a uh, a world reserve currency is, is out. Everybody is affected by this. We got the biggest economy. It's the least corrupt biggest economy. And we got the world's largest military. I wonder if our dollars have intrinsic value. <clears throat> we print them all off. Trump could buy his way. He could just buy it right now, pay off the student loan. I'm not advising him to do that, but he could do that. He'd pay down the national. Say, Aaron, wouldn't they? Be? Ah, here's where it comes in. He doesn't pay it on the debt right away. He buys stocks at these discounted prices. With French printed off money, and when that freshly printed off money, inevitably finds its way into the stock market, into the financial market, asset prices, he could buy ETFs, he could buy REITs, real estate investment trusts, he could buy STI. The s and 500, just take positions all over the place. Not even the United States, take positions globally. Buy out all the blue chip stocks, take positions all across the globe. And then as we get over this and we realize, oh shit, it is just a really bad flu. And then the, the, all the young people go back to work. Maybe there's a little less of a social security tax and then the stock prices rise because the money's flooding into the stock market again and prices go up. Then we sell, the US government sells, you know, it it bought in $10 trillion. It sells it for $30 trillion and we pay off our $22 trillion national debt and the government has like a 10 trillion left over. Now that's, that's an ideal situation. There's a lot of liquidity issues in that, in that world, but <clears throat> that's, that's how you can do it. Don't listen to that kid who knew something about a financial crisis or an education bubble or anything else like that. No. Oh, I got to put up a chart. Because we here at Asshole Consulting, in these dangerous times, understand you want to know where your Super Chat money is going. So I was going to put together kind of a false budget, where beforehand the pie chart would be pokey Bowl. And now since there's no Poke Bowl, it's like, eh, gas, uh, cigar. Sugar for nieces. That's a big one. That's a bigger chunk. Uh, going nowhere, saving in savings. Unclaimed, unused, un- earmarked money. Uh Delon for due to pandemic. Oh, all right. I already did that one. Let me scroll down a little bit more. Uh, that's Dr. Oatmeal. Oh, here we go. All right. There's Kevin. Competent Man for $2. I just want to say, and these uncertain... Thank you, Competent Man. We get the guy who does the voice in a dark world for the movies. In these uncertain times. I, I don't have the budget for it, but how cool would it be to have him come in and do a uh, YouTube video just with his voice? In these uncertain times, it'd go black and then it, it'd light up my face. I'd have a very stern look. No! I'd have NBA akimbo power suit NBA woman posing like that in these uncertain times and they fade in and out there's only one man it'd be me with a knife <sighs> who can tell you not to be a dipshit and then you know just be me slowly yelling all panning black back to black assholeconsulting.com and then there'd be quips you dumbass motherfucker he cares about the community Kevin McComber, co worker of mine, made $125,000 driving bus, no college. Yeah, there you go. You don't have to go to college. The fasting man for $1.99. America's fi- finished $6 trillion for stimulus. But if he buys, okay, look, if we buy the only assets to pay div, the only productive assets in the country, it's possible. I, I, what I want to do is, it going to happen? I don't think. I don't think Trump has the business acumen. Aaron, are you saying you're a better businessman than Trump? Actually, I've never filed for bankruptcy yet, so just pointing it out. Uh, Aero Burns Marsh for five dollars. Our Corona Chan, who art airborne, boomer remover be thy name. Thy infectious, infectious agents come, thy ill be done on surfaces as it is in air. Give us our daily stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know how to read that because I was forced to read the real version every fucking day. Uh, Arrow Burns Marsh for another $5. And Daily Zinc And forgive us, forgive not those who get woke as we let them go broke. And let us not into virtue signaling, but deliver us from cancel culture. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. That was fun as a kid. I think, no, I don't think. I know for a fact, because I went to parochial school eight years. Then there's church and there was church at the parochial school. I've recited the Nicene Creed. I've recited all that shit. I don't think of the literally probably, well, nationwide millions, millions of kids reciting that probably trillions of times because you go to school every day, you recite this shit. That's a recitation of a trillion. I don't think one kid thought about what they were saying. It was just recite this or you go to hell. When you when you go look at the, some of these creeds and some of these statements, you know that that's not at a third grade reading level. Trespasses. what does that mean? If you don't understand you'll burn in hell. all right all right. Trespass not against us least not into temptation. what's temptation? Don't worry you'll find out when you're 13. Oh <clears throat> Arcady. Is shutting all restaurants and cafes an overkill, in your opinion? On my way to work, I couldn't find one place to get a cup of coffee today. No. Here's, you know, if you want my opinion, and and understand I'm merely going numbers-based, if there is a chance that a lot of older people or uh, healthily compromised people, people with compromised health systems or immune systems, are going to end up in the hospital... Um, and it results in a flood hitting it all at once, <clears throat> uh, if there's a significant chance of it. And that's what the virologists and actuaries, whoever's coming up with this say, uh, they do want to amortize and spread this out. Um, and as annoying as it is, and as pissed off as I am, uh, and suspicious as I am, I've said before, if I had to put money on it, Arcady, I'd say this is an overreaction, um, we're gonna find out it's a big nothing burger later on, <clears throat> but if there's a ten percent chance, well there's gonna have fallout you know if you've got bodies in the street, if you got people die, if if one system gets hit uh whew, uh all the other systems not anyone will fail, but it can it can real now we're starting to affect the economy uh now there's traffic jams now cops can't respond to everything in time uh you'll lose order. Uh, so I think spread. In other words, they're estimating there's a there's X amount of problem we're going to have to eat through. Do we want to hang us all at once? In which case, other systems are going to shut down or be impaired or compromised during that time. Societal systems, you know, highways, cops, law, whatever else. <clears throat> or do we spread it out? Uh, give us enough time to build up an infrastructure to handle and address that. So that we're not all hit with it at once. Kind of like we're bottlenecking all the problems that come in at a at a rate. We're slowing down the rate. And and so I'm okay with this. I also think that people need to suffer a little bit. I think people need to get unplugged. I need to, they need to be shaken and woken up a little bit and put in their place. Um so I think it's it's all right if we do this a little bit, but uh like I said, there better be bodies. There better be some motherfucking bodies. Uh, because if all of a sudden this turns out to be like a regular flu or a really bad flu and we tanked our economy for this, well then we we better look at the methodologies of the CDC and the World Health Organization, shouldn't we? And I gotta I'm gonna go um I gotta go get my cup of coffee from the uh coffee people I go to because this will be the last day to do it in Minnesota. We're going into a two-week whatever they're calling it, lockdown. The competent man for $5. Did you see how Cheesecake Factory announced they were not going to make any rent payments April 1st? Hey, God, no. (laughs) Let's think. What what did they just decide they're not paying? They got these big-ass, huge uh, Cheesecake Factory not paying rent. They just decided that, huh? Uh, Cheesecake Factory affiliates won't pay April rent because of coronavirus losses. Uh, Maybe they don't have the money. That's another thing. One of the largest restaurant chains has sent letters to its landlords saying won't be paying its April rent due to significant losses caused by the corona outbreak. Ah, did you save up some money there? Cheesecake Factory CEO David Overton told landlords in a letter the chain won't be able to pay rent. Hang on. Let's take a look. Let's see what the balance sheet looks like. See, Apple saves a lot of money in cash, maybe a little bit too much, but uh, they at least do have cash. I think Starbucks had a ton of cash on hand, but they bought back their stock, (laughs) which, again, I may disagree with with Starbucks, but they did their financial management right. Uh, Cheesecake factory balance sheet. How much you want to bet there's no, no cash or cash reserves? Financials. Okay, <clears throat> so they had cash and short-term investments of fifty-eight million in twenty-nineteen. Let's go to their cash flow statement. Let's let's look at cash uh, operating from cash flow. I want to see how much they're shelling out. That's if. Oh, I gotta scroll down here. No, it's not. Take me to the cash flow statement. Please go to the cash flow statement, internet. Fuckers. All right, let's go to their, can I go to their income statement? I guess we can't go to either. Thank you, Market Watch, for absolutely fucking nothing. Cheesecake Factory cash flow statement. Annual cash flow statement. Let's take a look here. Okay. Uh, Operating cash flow. There's their income. What's their investing activities? It's investing capital expenditures, fixed assets, other purchase sales. Okay. Net income, 129 depreciation. Okay, they got $209 million, so if that dried up, let me take a look at their rent. What is their rent? I'm what's their operating expenses? Bah, 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 bah. Unusual expense. Okay, cost of goods sold. Their gross is $302 million. Selling general or administrative is three times that amount. <clears throat> they didn't even have three months. Operating expenses. Well, there you go. Oh, Aaron, you and your conservative fiscal management. Come on, YOLO. YOLO. Scott Ludke, five bucks. Do you think your companies will move manufacturing from China to the United States or just move to India and possibly Africa? Um, I think they're gonna move some. They're gonna here's what's gonna happen. If the government doesn't come out right and say it, every company right now, the saner heads are saying, "Ah, oh, we're evaluating our supply chain and we are not relying on China, uh, for, at least for mission critical stuff. We need we need other suppliers, especially things, you know, medicine, drugs, life saving stuff, key components to medical equipment. Um, the United States military, I'm sure, is doing this right now, like, oh, we, we can't rely on these fuckers. And sure, we might go to India and Africa, sure. Um, but uh, unless it's mission critical or like a, a something that requires some engineering, something that's very vital, uh, we'll, we'll probably still go with China. I mean, here's another thing. Do you know how cheap their labor is going to be after this? <laughs> They'll be like, well, I know they almost killed the planet. <laughs> but look, you thought it was cheap. Now look how cheap it is. It's, it's going to be like gas. Chinese labor is like gas. That's how much. That's what the price of Chinese labor is going to happen. And then Procter and Gamble's going to be. We can save half a cent on each razor that we hate men with. Don't worry. Ten years from now, whatever management is in power is going to be retired in Hong Kong, and the new management will not remember any of this and so say, "Hey, let's just take all our cash and do stock buybacks." Oh, now you make me want to have coffee, Arcady. This was gonna be a short one, I thought. Uh, Christoph and I for five bucks. Banks are doing that now, using helicopter money from the Fed to buy. Yeah, but the the banks have access to the federal. They're part of the Federal Reserve system. They're part of the central banking system where they can go to the Federal Reserve and, and borrow money. <clears throat> they didn't even go straight to the Federal Reserve. They go to the interbank lending system where they borrow from other banks. And if those banks, if that shit's fucked. Then you go to the Federal Reserve, and then the Federal Reserve just prints off the damn money. Oh, we're so smart economists we are. The solution is Paul Krugman, print off more money. Holy shit, I'm glad you guys went to school for eight fucking years for that. The answer to everything now in economics is print off more money. Have the world's largest military and print off more money. Venezuela, they printed off more money. Largest military, oh, that's where they failed. That's where they failed. Mexico, back in the 70s and early 80s, printed off a lot of money. was it Brazil? One of those, they probably all did this. Largest military, got to get that first. What else? Argentina. <laughs> you want to see how dopey and stupid western bankers are argentina just said fuck you we're not paying we're stealing your money and within five years we lent them another hundred billion and guess what argentina did oh fuck you we're not paying and i the smart people are argentinians not like hey, all these dipshit you know western banks will give us the money we just say yeah oh, we're not paying okay we'll go to the the oil store lube up our assholes a little bit more so argentinian dick come fuck us Hey, let's do more stock buyback. We don't have to save for nothing. Everything's perfect. Uh, DJ Aftershock for five bucks. NC AT&T offers a PhD in North Carolina. A&T? Is that a school? Offers a PhD in leadership studies. PhD in rehabilitation counseling and counseling education and a master's in science in school counseling. For mindless travel. My God. NCANT? Is that like a real? Hang on. Let me see that. I get ATT. <clears throat> State University. So it's accredited? Oh, oh, guess what's right here? Oh, oh guess what's right here? Oh, no. Now it's pop ups. Oh, it's pop ups. I'm sorry. I take it back. We were. I logged in and immediately North Carolina state had their coronavirus statement, but then the pop-ups came. I don't know what's more viral, the pop-ups or your announcement of it. Let's try this again. I'm going to click on the website again, Corona update for students and employees. And, and now, now it goes to marketing and selling that I never asked for. What a shitty university. North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Hang on. Can we find? Menu. I want to find the leadership. Where are the uh, graduate programs? Hang on. Let's go here. (laughs) Doctoral programs. Oh, chemistry, data science. All right. There's some real things. Computer science, electrical engineering rehabilitation social work where's the oh leadership studies here we go uh, management curriculum graduate coordinator program program website i want to see these professors if they're such great leaders why are they at universities uh, dr ciola ross babber who is this guy or gal Let's look at her, or his resume, shall we? LinkedIn, uh, Purdue, been at, been in academia for eleven years. Oh, this is my hey? Here's a shocker, guys! Uh, all of her work experience is in education. There's no leadership. There's no private sector. Yeah, Purdue University, 1980. This gal, I think, has been in university since I was six. Consummate Yeah, okay, there you guys go. There you go. All right, you go You go learn how to be leaders from a gal who's never – really, I, I don't know what her age is, but has she ever set foot in the real world? You might – seriously. Okay, here's what I, I figured out. The perfect analogy. Any – degree or program or certification in leadership is like taking a seminar or getting a a degree or, or being taught under somebody who jerks off the porn and is a virgin about being a porn star. That is really what it's like. Like, you trying to learn about leadership from a college or university and professors who've never set foot in the real world is literally like learning how to be a porn star from a perma virgin basement dwelling neat who just jerks off to porn all day. They, they have never set foot in the real world. They don't know what they're talking about, <clears throat> but they, they know they know. Gambers 2010 for five bucks. What is your prediction of inflation with the upcoming stimulus checks? Uh, I'm going to guess that the, uh, aside from the temporary jump up in inflation, because everyone's making a run on, on uh, produce and grocery stores once that chills out. um, I think the, because we're stuck at home, the velocity of money is going to tank. I mean, I can only buy my nieces so many cupcakes or cookies. I can only buy so many cigars and only so many gallons of gas, but the, people are going to be sitting on money, and so the velocity is going to tank. So inflation is not going to be that high, if at all. You will see inflation though in about a year or two, once all the stimulus money makes its way into the banking system and banks then start and there's a little bit of confidence, investors say, "Hey, look at did you see the dividend yield? Did you see the price to earnings ratio? Look at the cash flow on this this mutual fund. I'm going to buy," and that's where the money is inevitably going to end up. We're going to have very, 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 very low interest rates. We're going to lend it out on housing. Housing prices are going to go up. And we just can't put a price on education. I wonder if tuition will go up too. So that's, that's yeah, so that's all will happen to in inflation. <clears throat> Earl Burns Marsh I'm expending my save one life policy Many are killed by drowning and choking I'm outlawing food and water in New York sign Andrew from Albany <laughs> Oh who else we got Josh good old Josh Landrum I'm getting annoyed of these conspiracy theories Yeah I um, I had to put someone in their place Who was like all QAnon Oh my god uh, I haven't watched QAnon. I don't know what QAnon. Well, now I do because I had to look into it. And someone I know I was like, "They're sending out codes, da, da 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 And I literally said, "Look, if your life is that boring, you can just kill yourself." Okay, I mean, you don't, uh, or you could get a hobby. But if if this is if if you need something to do, I have projects you could work on. Um, because what what really irked me about it is I remember I got an uh, uh asshole consulting request some guy has been doing documentaries about people going missing in national parks. And I was like, okay. So I started listening to the documentary and I'm like, well, what's his thesis? What's the theory? You know, cause we say conspiracy theory. Well, the theory should ex- describe the phenomena you're seeing in the, in the real world. And it could be loopy. Oh, aliens did it. Oh, okay. Advanced technology that explains everything. It's very simple. But this guy never got around to the theories. You say, "I don't know, dude. Something's happening." Sasquatch, Bigfoot, lost tribe of Indians who're really good with bows and arrows. What? I don't know, man. Well, then why the fuck am I? What? What? And then you find out. Oh, this is his money making racket. He just leaves it open. Right. I'm gonna show it to you guys again. I'm gonna show you guys this again. Okay, I'm gonna show you this chat. Okay, we are. Oh, I gotta do it reverse. That's us. That's us right there, we're that little red dude, everybody else, all the way, all this, all this over here, all this over here, that's the normies conformies and inferiors, and these people are not going to go work for a job, they're not going to work for a living, they're not going to pursue excellence, they're not going to fall in love they're not going to stay in shape, they're not going to be sacrificial they're not going to they're going to go and get get dope shot up into their veins and in their mind they 're going to watch TV they're going to get it and they're going to jerk off to conspiracy theories <clears throat> Well, I don't know, man. They're sending signals. Matter of fact, you don't kill yourself. I'll just kill myself and end the pain much more quickly that way. <clears throat> so, yes, I too am getting annoyed with uh with conspiracy theories there, Josh. There we go. Um, let's get to the what we're thankful for, huh? Let's let's get this going on. Oh, let's take Josh off the thing. Sorry, Josh. Uh, what am I thankful for? Um, I am thankful. I just found out that a couple of days ago when it was yesterday, we were supposed to have major league baseball start and there's no major league baseball. The season's been can't There's no major league baseball. And then it, I was reminded again, there's no March madness. Cause it's, it's crazy guys. It's crazy. It's mad! It's insane! So like some really tall, lanky guys are gonna dribble an orange sphere back and forth. It's just crazy! It's mad! It's madness! Who would have ever thought this? Oh no! Hang on, Clary! No, tell me there's more. Yeah, get this: they're gonna try and throw it through a red ring. No way! That's mad! That's like total madness! And it's in March, huh? And I am so happy there are no brackets. I am so thankful. There's none of this. Like I go into a cigar lounge or a restaurant and I got to see fucking, and they're not idiots, but it, I'm going to say they're idiots, even though they're not. The, the, the only legitimate people in the whole world of sports are the athletes. The rest of you people are just fucking pointless. Dribble, 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 pass, pass, pass. Oh, rebound, dribble, dribble, dribble. Oh, holy shit. For how many how many years of your life did you piss away on that? So now husbands across the world are maybe, I don't know, discovering the gym, discovering outside, working out. You didn't do your brackets? Did you do your brackets? In these testing times, in these dangerous times without brackets... We here at the NCAA want to let you know we're here for the community for those without their brackets. We know your penis is so small and that you probably have somebody else satiate your wife. But that's why at the NCAA, we're here to help the community of bracketeers. That's why we're offering replays of previous March Madness. It's mad with hyper-analytical re-analysis by low-grade, low-IQ morons who wear suits and say, you see, Bob, Frank should have gone and thrown the ball more. We've done it a million times before. So I'm thankful for that. Um, now, what else? Oh, yeah, we'll do that on the news set. I'm thankful that the national parks are closed. I'm going to give you guys some good news. You want some good news? Cappy, why is it good news that the national parks are closed? Because it means you don't have to pay to go to them. Okay. I know a lot of people we got listening. Maybe you've never left the city. Maybe you're accustomed, you're You've grown up in the city and you've gone to like, you know, the Adirondacks or something like that, predominantly East coasters. Uh, but the national parks, these are millions of acres of wilderness. Uh, and just because there's not some, you know, dope at the gate, doesn't mean you can't go in. Now you may not be able to take your car there. I'm sure they send Uh, The rangers will send a patrol through to make sure there's no cars. You probably get ticketed or towed, but they can't protect the boundaries of the national park. So if you want to go to a national park, you're literally just going into the wilderness. You just got to not park your car where people logically would park their car, have a buddy of yours, drop you off, Uh, go hike, go grab your tent, go do whatever you want. Uh, But there's not going to be anyone at the national park. Well, keep in mind, not going to be anyone to find you if you get in trouble, too. And you don't even have to go to national parks. You can go to national forests, which are just as beautiful as some of them, They're sometimes even prettier than the national parks. And there, that's just national land. You just walk out there, shoot guns, have a forest fire, uh, not a forest fire, <laughs> have a campfire. Don't start a forest fire. Um, Yeah. So, you know, now you don't, now, you could still go to Glacier National Park. You just have to enter in a different way. But you're not going to have the 69 year old burnt out hippie chick with the braided armpit hair lecturing you about shitting. You know, you have to bury your shit and your pee. You don't have to worry about that. That's gone now. Same thing with Red Rock um, Canyon. Like if I want to go hike that, technically that's a national park. I know the back route. You go in through Calico Basin. You don't have to. You don't have to go. You know, you, even when it's open, you don't have to pay to go into Red Rock. You just got to be willing to hike. The four miles and the thousand foot gain to get over the hump to make it there? Chris Beckloff would not like to do that. <clears throat> oh, boo-boo-boo-boo. Boo-boo-boo-boo. Axel Morales, would the world learn from all of our mistakes, from all this mess we call a reality, such as improve on nuclear families, able to study and work from home, especially don't rely too much on government? No. I, I, I'd like to axle. I'd like to think, and some people will. I mean, no doubt, some will. I think there's a out of everything we should learn. I think the one that stands the most chance is that we don't need to commute anymore. Um, this all presupposes, though, that workers grow a pair of balls and say, "Fuck you! I'm not. I'm not commuting." They, but see, now this also presupposes that when you're staying at home your spouse and your family are nice and you want to be there. This may have the opposite effect because people are so self-centered and they're so into themselves, children and spouses included It may drive the workers back. Home. it may. I'll oh, find I'll, I'll sit, I'll sit at a metered ramp before I sit back home with my wife. It could have the absolute opposite effect because what I'm afraid of is, is once parent, you know, we don't get married because you want to get married to a loved one. You get married because I don't know reasons. Um, I have a feeling people are gonna like the honeymoon period is over and people now even loathe and detest their spouses and their children even more than they did before. They didn't love them that much to begin with. That's why we sent them to schools. So I I think some would say, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna commute anymore. (laughs) But that presupposes workers grow up pair of balls. Same thing with younger people. We don't have to go to college, we don't have to attend a physical college, but there, the other thing is. Young people don't go to college to get educated. They don't go for an education. They will go for an affordable investment in their future career. They go to party. It's the college experience. It is the most privileged, spoiled, rotten sign of disgusting American opulence. And what's the word I'm looking at? Opulence is okay. I'm looking for a pejorative, uh, uh, not hedonism, um, uh, excessive wealth. Greed is, is. This would be a perfect example of the word greed, where uh, uh, spoiled brat Americans think they're entitled to a four-year college experience, not an education, a college experience on the back of the taxpayers, um, where they truly get to masturbate and think they're smart, and, and fuck work and and fucking investment. You know, your engineers and your accountants—we've gone over it before. But eighty-five percent of these kids are just majoring in stupid shit because they. This is their party. This is this is their birthright. Uh, So they want to attend a physical school. They want to have the experience. So they're not going to go online. So they have no incentive there. Um, So I think probably the best thing that actually is going to come of is people are going to really like the Second Amendment. I think people are going to be more pro-gun. They're going to say, oh, I see why we have guns. I get it now. I see why there's different use. I see why we have a shotgun in the house. I see why I have a pistol when I go outside. I see why I have a scope rifle when I go outside. I see why I have a semi-automatic carbine when shit hits the fan. But I don't, any, any lessons we should learn that are painfully obvious, people are going to choose to ignore. Um, You know, once the government check comes in and once the electricity goes back on, metaphorically speaking, girls are not going to treat men. You know, girls are going to go back to the strip club. They're going to go back to their whatever make work job and don't need no man fish. But they'll go back to that. Um, so, no, I don't think much of anything will be learned. I, I just have very little faith in, in the American people and, and people in general. Half dollar for $4.99. Look up section 3519 in the stimulus bill. It's for teachers. All right. 3519. Because nothing's too good for our children. That's why we give all our money to the teachers, and maybe our teachers teach something. Stimulus bill. I haven't paid attention to it because I just don't need to be more depressed. <clears throat> must include 3519 i'm getting oh here's here it is teachers who barring covid 19 let me edit find 3519 under section 3519 teachers who barring covid 19 would have finished their year of teaching service will receive full credit <clears throat> for the partial year of teaching of service towards their teach grant obligation of teacher loan forgiveness. I I, I agree with that. They, I'm, I'm, a, I'm okay with postponing rent and things like this. I'm all right. This is a true emergency. I'm not. But they want to have their loan forgiven. The CARE Act also waives the requirement that teachers have to serve consecutively to be eligible for teacher loan forgiveness if a teacher service is not consecutive. Da, 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 da. See, so the taxpayers, once again, you you bailed out teachers. T- teachers are your... F- I'm trying to think of something that's more evil than teachers. I really am. The Nazis didn't go after kids, right? Uh, Teachers do. They do. It's it's this. You're just barely on this side of child abuse in my mind. A real, and I know there's good teachers. I know. I know some. I know, but they're they're the vast minority. The vast minority. Fasting man, dollar nine. Give you, give us your thoughts on the oil market. Screwed? I mean, screwed. Don't you? I paid a dollar nine for a gallon of gas. This is great. I mean, if if you're a, a British petroleum, I think you're screwed. But you should have saved some reserves. Oh, the airlines. There's another perfect example. Wait, the airlines. The horrendously notoriously chaotic and volatile airlines, you guys didn't say for a rainy day for no, we need fifty billion dollar. And then Trump even said it, well, we'll take an equity position in you then. I'm like, there you go. There you go, Trump. <clears throat> so I so the oil market is screwed. They liquidate their assets at pennies on the dollar. Some much more entrepreneurial and savvy uh, entrepreneur comes along and buys those assets, and they produce oil at an even cheaper long-term price. MFA Financial over two billion in equity, but failed to meet margin calls after less than two weeks of lockdown. Unbelievable! Was <laughs> well, this a dude, bro? Was well, this a bunch of dude, dude, bro. We got a, we got a hedge fund. There's a hedge fund called Long Term Capital Management, or was it Credit Management? This is way back in there. this. Is, this, is before, this was the biggest bailout. In U.S. history, before the financial crisis, and it was their their whole hedge fund was everything will be all right as long as the tech sector doesn't blow up, and then the tech sector blew up. <laughs> MFA Financial. What is MFA? I love seeing dude bros fucking bite the dust. MFA Financial. What are, what are the? Yep, they're at eight dollars a share and now. They're down to pennies, two dollars. What's MFA financial? Hedge funds have never been... Oh, Yahoo Finance. Well, let me read that. Here, I'll go to Seeking Alpha. No dividends. Quarterly cash dividend was declared. Series B. Uh, uh, Okay. Okay. Whatever. I don't even know what MFA financial is. Is that masters in fine arts? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Go hiking in the national parks. Right? Move them out, move them in. Head them out, head them out. No more NBA, NBA and NFL for the cuck white boy. Dude, you think it's just white guys? Really? <clears throat> Admittedly, you know, you go to the sports bar in my neck of the Minnesota, not a lot, a lot of diversity on Minnesota yet. Uh, but the the brothers and Latino, oh, come on. It's just the type of sports ball. Now that I think about it, you want to talk about the biggest sports ball fans about something that's even more boring than basketball or football, uh, soccer. Holy shit. Don't tell me the Latino community globally doesn't get their fucking jizz in their nostrils for that. And you want to talk about a boring game where a winning game is one to zero. Kiki, 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 Hockey. There's occasionally a fight and they're on skates. It's ice. It's got a stick. That's different. Basketball there's jumping is a little bit more three-dimensionality. Football, US football, okay. With football, otherwise known as poverty ball, uh, no. Everybody's got their guilt. Everybody's the brothers don't they don't watch the basketball, really. Everybody's guilty on this one, right? No no no, corner. the white boys uh, I guess maybe they're just more they're more spread out across multiple different types of of sports. Uh, from Ice Nose for five bucks. What do these have in common? Yoga, California, Chardonnay in a box. Deep, Deepak Chopra, Cats, NPR, PBS, and idiotic, useless nonprofits. What do these have in common? Yoga, California, Chardonnay in a box. Uh, all these women are getting laid off. It's middle-aged women. Karens, the Karens of the world. <clears throat> what their lives are now now that they're it's stuff rich white gal white liberal gals listen to do subscribe to and work for that's what I'm guessing cynic in chief theme parks and caves are closed I can still hike you go in the caves you go in the cave can't go to the theme park Kevin McComer, Burger King can't pay rent either. How the heck does Burger King not pay rent? You think they'd have that streamline and you think people are still going to the drive-thrus? That's a bad sign. God, Now I, now I better follow what Arcady recommend. I better go get my um my uh my coffee. Uh, Dr. O'Meal for 2 bucks was Enron run by the DuBro Boomers. Yeah, there was what was his name? Not so much do, do, do bro-ish. He was more of a Texas. Who oh, dang going to get the deal done? Jimmy John, Jimmy Jim, Jimmy Jim, Joby Doo, Juby Dee, Boba Bada boo, Buda boo. Now we're all good fellas here now. We're all good fellas. Now and I, I know, I know he had some trouble in the past. That's the past. We good Christians, especially when we're using government money. Ha ha ha. Ain't that right, JD. <laughs> now I'm a big businessman. That's what it was. Um, I did a. What was his name? I did a clary test on him and it was one of those things like his, his career went like this and he was the right guy at the right time, but he was just any, you could have put anybody into that seat and he would have done fine or she would have done fine, but he let it go to his head. And then, um, and he was, he might have even been silent generation. He was, well, let's look it up. Shall we? Enron CEO what was his name. Jeffrey Skilling, that's it. <clears throat> Born 53. Yep. Yep. He is, uh, he's a, he's a boomer. Uh, spouse, did did he get married in jail? Go get some deals done. Kenneth Lay. There's another guy. Kenneth Lay. Maybe Kenneth Lay was the guy I was thinking of. No, he was a boomer too. Um, and then the Anderson Accounting, with his which is Anderson Consulting, that was they were heavily involved in that, and that was total dude, bro, young up and coming Gen X assholes. Uh, but it, to answer your your general question, Doctor Oatmeal, yes, it was untalented, IQ of maybe one hundred five, one hundred seven, NBA laden fucks who didn't want to put in, who didn't have engineering intelligence. Or work ethic, but wanted to make engineer money. And the only way they could do that was by cheating the system and lying. And that's how, that is how most, if they're lucky and they get out before the market crashes on them, <clears throat> that's how most quote finance guys make it. They get lucky. There's not, there's not like a, a hustle or anything like that. Josh Landrum, did you know 3.2 million filed for an unemployment ca- claim? Yeah, I know. 3.2 million people just don't have any money saved up, I guess. I, uh, there we go. All right. Uh, let's get back to our notes here. So that was what I was thankful for. The national parks are closing. Um, from, would you guys like some good news? I didn't get any, uh, uh, no happy mail, no, uh, good stories. If you guys want for good morning, Corona Chan, uh, send your happy stories. It, It doesn't have to be about anything serious or anything like that, but we love to hear happy stories. Uh, email me that. Go to com. Check your spam folders. Check your f- uh, spam folders. And uh, yeah, send it in. We had a really nice letter from uh, that one gal who said that she didn't major in stupid stuff. And you now she's about to get married. So that was good. But uh, so I went and looked, tried to find some happy news here. And the suffering of stupid people is happy news. Okay. The suffering of evil. Hey, Hitler got killed. Are you happy? People were happy. Stalin uh, finally suffered. He was a miserable man his entire life. Are you happy? I'm happy. So when bad things happen to stupid and evil people, or both, we should be happy. Uh, The East Coast reopened as bar, music venue in Fort Collins, former downtown artery space. Um, I was listening to this on the Greasy Pole podcast, which stars Adam Piggott and The Great One himself. And uh, The Great One was talking about how There was, there was a artist commune in Fort Collins that at its peak had a music venue, a coffee shop, and I think even a restaurant or a studio. And it opened in 2013 and it's gone now. It's gone bye-bye. And not not due to anything related to viruses. Uh, It was in the decline starting last year. <clears throat> and they kind of consolidated, and and you know they uh, they went to a leased office. They were no longer owning the building because apparently a commune of artists can't do shit. And the way they the way they got into this was uh, Piggott went to a coffee store, and he was thankful that there was no local artist artwork up. And when you hear local artist and you hear coffee store, that means talentless slop and shit that's going to rape your fucking eyes and you're going to get agitated saying 250 bucks for that and so he made it to a coffee store where there was no art that's like going into a restaurant or a bar and there is no sports ball on you can just kind of chill out and and enjoy the ambiance it doesn't distract from the ambiance so from the Coloradan Coloradoan The East Coast to reopen as bar, music venue in Fort Collins' former downtown artery space. Uh, East Coast Bar is on the move again, and this time it's planning another hop across Linden Street, the old town Fort Collins Bar, and also relocate to the first floor of the downtown artery space, 254 Linden Street at the end of the month, according to a Facebook post Monday. No one's reading this because this is a local newspaper, and these are journalists imagining that they have. Oh, Oh, look, it's USA Today. No one's really reading this then. It will reopen as a music venue called The Coast with an anticipated opening date this spring. Not anymore, it ain't. To coincide with this year's April 23rd to 26th Foco Mix Music Showcase, the Post stated, East Coast borrower Billy Chalalis has not responded to Coloradans' message about the move as of 4 p.m. Tuesday. <clears throat> a representative of the Project 252 LLC, which purchased the downtown RV building for $3.6 million last year, declined to confirm if the space had a new tenant Tuesday. Uh, East Coast Bar has a long 14 years. This is the bar. Uh, in 2014, chalalas closed the bar, citing rising rent costs. Two years later, chalalas reopened East Coast Bar across the way at $223. Linden Street, which it shares with restaurant sushi plus. The first floor downtown artery music venue and cafe area had been vacant since November when the Arts Hub consolidated its operations to a least portion of the building's upper level. That's what I and it was very hush hush. The the only real news is that the great one noticed it. <clears throat> and here we go. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the chat room. This is the music venue. Can you say, hey, can you have all your friends show up and make it look like this place is populated in a happening time? <laughs> there you go. Uh, after pumping a mix of art, music, and fancy toast, oh, fancy, see, I got to get your avocado and toast, into Old Town, the downtown IRA announced Thursday that its music venue and cafe are closing. Oh, your dreams, were was just destroyed. It were never going to happen anyway. Barabah <clears throat> sold music co-founder and board president Kent Bradley. Da-da-da. We're essentially going back to what it was before, when it was a lot simpler and more manageable. Bradley stairs. The st- downstairs piece was an idea that was never able to be sustained, unfortunately. Changes in artery leadership and operations were common over the years, capping this march with a significant paring down. The venue and the cafes are, and the departure of its managing and assistant directors. <laughs> I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. These communists can't even run a goddamn cafe. How the fuck do you expect them to run a goddamn country? We just haven't done I, I know you haven't done it. We just haven't tried communism right. I know. What, show me the first successful communist socialist business, and when you get that model working consistently without government grants and, and outside money, then maybe we could talk about letting you take over a small township. And then from the town, if you can prove you can run the municipal, you know, finance as well, then maybe you could do a a county. But until you guys, shit, you guys can't even run a country of one. You guys can't even fucking live without having the government or your mom and dad bail you out. You can't even support yourself. You can't even run a coffee shop. How the fuck do you think you're going to run a country? Oh, so that was good news. Let's go Did the national parks. That's closing. And some final news here. Let me do this. Let the old captain hit the can. I'll come back. I got to gargle some mouthwash. We'll be back. Everybody sing Girl from Ipanema. I was thinking even though he's not necessarily sworn in because I don't really pay him the time attention or day um, someone get Bernard Chapin's ass back in here he's always bitching and whining how he didn't make enough money and now with everybody being forced to be at home and get their entertainment online uh, he'd make a killing he'd really make a killing any more super chats we cleaned up on that oh uh oh girl in the house Alex for two bucks listening to the stream while playing poverty ball. <laughs> how you play how you playing the uh, soccer? What you got like earphones to stay in real well? Playing soccer is fun. I like playing soccer. I uh, like playing any sport, truthfully. But soccer was really fun. I don't know what it was about soccer. Um, football was fun too. I baseball a little boring, but I, for some reason I like soccer. I don't know what that was. Maybe because I could run long and not tire out. That might have been it. Uh Don't want to do this. Here's some good news. Some good news. The world is on the brink of running out of places to put oil. The world will run out of places to store oil in as little as three months, according to an industry consultant. Ah, an industry consultant. Name, place, certifications, LinkedIn profile. Nah, just an industry consultant. IHS Markets said that current rates of supply and demand mean inventories will increase by 1.8 billion barrels over the first half of 2020, with only an estimated 1.6 billion barrels of storage capacity still available. Producers will be cut to for- forced to cut output because by June there will be no place left to put unwanted crude, it said. <laughs> I- I'm, I'm not a big environmentalist, but do you understand how forcing people to telecommute really helps out the environment? Has anyone done a chart on what's happened to global gas emissions or greenhouse gas emissions now that no one's commuting anymore? Hey, hey another bright side of the great and merciful Corona Chan and a side I don't necessarily believe in. But yeah, you're going to have to stop producing oil. What I love even more about this is asshole countries like Iran and Venezuela uh, are fucked. Even even if they got their heads out. Well, Iran, I feel bad for the Iranian people. Um their dictators can fucking go eat a bag of dicks. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, if you're going to be adversarial uh, towards the United States uh, and Venezuela, I just, you, you dumbasses voted those guys in. All right. Now you get fuck you people. You guys can fucking deal with it. But the, the powers that be who finance their dictatorships basically with oil money, you guys can't even, even if you could print it out, there's nowhere to stay. Can't, you can't, it's just going to spill. Pipeline's backed up all the way from the gas station all the way to the oil fields of Venezuela, which aren't working, by the way. It's all filled with oil. If you produce one thing, you can't jam any more oil into it. No one's going to buy it. So even your one-trick pony there, Venezuela, you're fucked. Uh, The oil market has been hammered by falling demand as a result of the coronavirus outbreak, and as Saudi Arabia vows to flood the market with crude at deep discount... Why would you... I guess if you got a hammer, everything looks like a nail. I'd be like, diversify. Saudi Arabia, you could diversify. Nice beaches. Tourism. Follows to flood the market with crude at deeper discounts following the collapse of the coalition of the organization of petroleum users, including Russia. On Thursday, Pakistan banned imports of crude and fuels because its shortage sites are full. Wow. Vital Group and Gunvar Group, two of the world's top merchants, say there's heavy interest in storing while several traders have booked supertankers to hoard barrels at sea. Supply may exceed demand by two twelve point four million barrels a day in the second quarter with other traders, banks, and consultants also forecasting bumper surpluses, IHS said. VTOL said on Wednesday that demand has fallen as much as two million barrels a day for the last year. Now I'm <clears throat> I'm no entrepreneur. But wouldn't a place to store it? Although you'd have to have lease costs. So I I don't know anything about it, but we have a surplus of Chinese uh Storage containers, shipping containers, and now we're using making those in a really marginal houses. Um, but couldn't we weld those shut make those storage tanks for oil? In the, eh, it'd probably be cleanup cause. It probably wouldn't be worth it. There are already signs in prices about a potential scarcity of storage space in the U.S. The so-called WI, WTI cash roll traded down at the lowest level since December 2008 on expectations and inventories at a delivery point for the U.S. futures would balloon in upcoming weeks. Brent futures, blah blah blah. Nigeria, yeah, Nigeria, the biggest producer in Africa is the most vulnerable among the areas measured by IHS. First core daily production, fill up available storage in one and a half days. Ouch. Well, I oh, don't cheap oil for me. Cheap oil for Cappy. I'm a little happy about that. Boom and boom, there we are. All right. We should go to the sponsors very quickly. James DePrisco, the Catholic red pill. You can buy that online if you're Catholic and you want to learn how to man up. Uh, David Barnett, I'll put this link to his seminar that's coming up online on buying a business during recessionary times. That might be of interest to you. The opportunity is out there potentially. Is this not working? There we go. Um, it could spell early retirement for you. If you find the right company, better bachelor, go to YouTube and binge on better bachelor. Uh, the guy's name is Joker, but he goes by better bachelor. And I intend on doing that today. I'm going to go walk around and get out of the fucking house. And, uh, he also does ads on his channel. So inquire if you have products you'd like to advertise through better bachelor, how not to become a millennial. I got the book here. But don't drop everything else that's on top of this book. There, oh, there we go. There you are. A very thick book. If you're bored, you want something philosophical, interesting, economics, that, uh, you want something that doesn't have coronavirus. There you go. Get that written by Vince Barrick. You can find that on amazon.com. Might even be available in audio here pretty soon. Uh, we got all my books, including Enjoy the Decline, Bachelor Pad Economics, Curse of the High IQ, Worthless, The Black Man's Got Out of Poverty. And this one, love letters to the left. Get your philosophical financial advice, Phil. Wrote an article yesterday about what to do during coronavirus, how to profit off of it. It's 100% legit and, and true. Like, while everything is down, now is the ideal time for companies and people, even business or um, governments, to like kind of go back and streamline operations. You know, you got to fix up your house. You got to fix up your car. You got to do that. You got to certify. I me mean, now at the time, guys, you want to write a book. You want to paint that painting. You want to do something of great grandeur. Now's the time because I got news for you. This ain't happening again. You're never going to have this opportunity again where you, you are forced to stay in. There's nothing else to do. There's nothing to spend your money on. You might as well. Like now is the time you focus the fuck down. Batch of Pat economics. I wrote that in three months, 500 page book in three months. And The way I did it is I worked security 16 hours a day where they didn't want, they didn't want me to patrol. They wanted me to sit in the damn room for 16 hours straight. I, it didn't make any sense. You want me to sit in this room? I can't see anything. There's no windows. Why do you want me in this room? Okay, something bad happened. I can't see if anything bad is happening. What am I supposed to do about it? So we're going to walk in and say, hey, something bad is happening. I did nothing. Sit here in this room. All right. <clears throat> and now seven years later, one of my best-selling books. That's a book worth getting. Finances. That was another thing I talked about. Like, Get your finance. How many of you got an IRA account, guys? How many of you got a retirement account set up? Uh, how many of you got wills? And uh, you know what? Hang on. Let I me mean, I'll just put it in the chat room because it is a good thing. How many of you got living wills so that when you know, like you get hit by a truck and you're like this, you're not like this for the rest of your life because it's like, like no, kill me. Booty booty boo, booty beady, be beady, boom. Yeah, how you could profit during the quarantine. Got to go fire up the old motorcycle there. And that should be in the chat room shortly. So you can go buy that book, read that. Alaskachaga.us. If you want to order some lower caffeinated morning beverage, may I recommend Alaska Chaga? It's a grounded up powdered mushroom. Not that type. And a lot of people switch from coffee to Chaga tea uh, because it's got health properties and benefits and things like that, but it's not quite as strong as coffee. So if you have a fragile or fragile system, you're trying to cut caffeine but you still want your morning cup of joe, why don't you give Alaska Chaga a try? Go to alaskachaga.us. <clears throat> what else? Oh, and then uh, finally, if you'd like to help out Deshir, they're all the same show, by the way. I just have different channels. A couple ways you can do it. One, this is the Aaron Clary YouTube channel. I have another channel called Older Brother. I will occasionally run podcasts out there. So if you'd like to tune in, get notified, subscribe to that channel. So that's one thing. I also have another website. I know assholeconsulting.com is my flagship site. But I have another site called olderbrother.com. And if you want to help out in the show that way, uh, beyond all the many and thankful and grateful uh, super chats people have made, you can go to older olderbrother.com slash donate. And there's a PayPal link. You get nothing for that. There's a Patreon link. You click on that, it gets you access to some behind-the-scenes stuff or some behind-the-paywall stuff. So there's a podcast called The Road Trip Podcast I do when I'm out hiking or riding around. The Audio quality isn't the best, but it's something. Uh, There's access to the best post I've ever written, but very few people read, which is called Sanity is the Future of Wealth. That alone is with becoming a patron member because it will definitely make you happier in life and definitely put things in context. It also let go of the anger. If you're very angry, it'll let go of the anger. If you want to be a happy motherfucker like me, read through that. It's worth it. Uh, and then of course, the only real reason anyone ever becomes a patron member is you get access to Mary Joe's pinups. <laughs> That's the only reason. And I'm always looking for a new pinup girls. So if any of you girl, we can't have porn, no porn, no porn. But if you got seriously, if if you really to want to be risque, you know what's in high demand. Girls in nice dresses that look like 1950s housewives who just look nice and they're smiling. I mean, with no tattoos. If you got that boy, I, I have some work for you. I have some modeling work for you, but, uh, yeah, so you could go there and get Mary Joe's pinups, which is, I know why any of you horn dogs do it anyway. <laughs> and that's that, uh, are we done? Any more super chats? Are we done for the day. Can Cappy go clean up his motorcycle? Awesome. Let's get out of here. Um, everyone bow your heads. <clears throat> Dear, great, and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero-fucks-given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who could be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 5.56 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheaper gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan. Amen. And there we go. All right. Congregation dismissed. You're all free to go home. Thank you very much for uh, coming in and the super chats are always appreciated. I'll get the budget report to show you where the proceeds are being invested. Predominantly two little girls who, uh, one, one was showing me her art collection. She made. Oh, I got to tell you guys this. All right. I got to tell you guys that we'll go. So I told you about the troll. Um, the guy, uh, aaron he's got my same name he sells cheap computers if you're interested in comp- cheap computer contact me he's shipping out computers he's even more angry and pissed off than i am he's very curmudgeonly looking and uh, the kids were acting up one time and i i to get them distracted to get him off the parents i say hey you guys want to go see a real live troll and they, they they fell for it because he's ugly and he's got a, a dungy basement and all this so I convinced them that my buddy was a troll, but he was in human form and he only takes troll form at night. So we brought the kids in. I apologize if you guys have heard this for people who haven't heard it before. So I bring the little girls in three and five and they're looking at him and they, can we go in this cave? And it's his basement. And sure enough, it's dark and it's stinky. And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's go in the cave. We're afraid of the cave. Then he gave them matchbox cars because he collects his matchbox cars. And then they're like, Oh, wow. The troll, and he, and he gave him root beer. So the troll gave him root beer and the girls just absolutely love it. So they thought the troll was great. And the funniest thing is we had to get going. I say, okay, say goodbye. And then the the five-year-old, oh, bye. And then the little one, the three-year-old goes, goodbye, troll. And I was- <laughs> so then I saw, I saw Lucifer and Geronimo yesterday and, um, we're hanging out, and then the mom tells me, Oh my god, Aaron, all they're doing is talking about the troll and how they met the troll. And the troll gave them matchbox cars and they got root beard. And so uh we took the kids out uh to get sugar, uh at the sugar supply place, the pastries. <clears throat> and we went in when it was dusk and we left when it was night. And uh we're in the car, and Geronimo, the little one, says. Did the did your friend turn into a troll? And I'm like, what? And, she, and then the the mom starts laughing. She says she thinks the, the troll turned into a troll because it's night. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, he turned into a troll. It's night. Yep, he's a troll now. And so I texted him, and he hasn't said anything back. He must be very busy. He must not. He must think not think that's cute. But they they actually they, they they think about him now. They're like, I wonder how the troll is doing. I got him good. All right, that's it. Oh, wait, bacon. What's bacon doing? Why is bacon up? Finally, Silent Gen Cappy is live after 4 a.m. Silent Gen Cappy. I'm not Silent Generation. I'm Gen X. Silent Generation is 80 plus. All right, we'll see you guys later. Toodles.